Hello and welcome to the NFL What If podcast, where we discuss what if something happened or didn't happen in the past and present of the NFL. I'm Luke Pappas. And I'm Frankie Gochar. Recording from Baltimore, Maryland, today we'll be going over the 2018 playoffs Saints-Rams missed call. So Luke, what's going on in the NFL right now? Well, the biggest things, well actually most of them have included quarterbacks, but... One of the biggest right now is that Russell Wilson has been traded from the Seahawks to the uh, Broncos. The um, Seahawks traded a fourth, I believe, with Russell Wilson to the Broncos, who in return gave them Noah Fant, who's a great tight end. Um, I just don't see him really there on the rebuild team, but maybe that's who they build around. Um, Shelby Harris, a defensive lineman, Drew Locke, two first-round picks and a few other picks. So Drew Locke's going to be the starting QB for the Seahawks next season, most likely? Well, that's what some people think. Um, some people think uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be the guy, which there's another story in him, too. Uh, the Seahawks? Uh, just some people think that's a prediction, but I just don't see it. Um, yeah, but Russell Wilson, I think, is going to make a big impact on um, the Broncos. They have a really good defense, especially if they get Von Miller back, who has shown he wants to go back to uh, the uh, the Broncos, which would be a, like, the Broncos would get a second and third round pick and Von Miller back, and the Rams in exchange get a Super Bowl. So it was a good trade there. Um, but what do you think? What do you think about Russell Wilson's impact on the Broncos? I personally think Russell Wilson's going to be a pretty good fit for the Broncos, uh, just because... He wasn't really fitting in in Seattle anymore. There were like bi- pretty big rumors, like after he got injured, that he just what what didn't really want to play for the Seahawks as much anymore. But I think this will be a pretty good team for him. For in his, uh, I'm not saying he's gonna retire anytime soon, but in his like closing years in the NFL, I believe he can stick with this team and succeed at least. Sorry. And we've seen the Broncos do this already with um, Peyton Manning. Um. I mean, they took pay- they took Peyton from the Colts, who was kind of like, not, he didn't really want to get out of there, but... He was falling off. Yeah, it was his time. They, they got Andrew Luck soon, but um, soon the uh, the Broncos would get Peyton. They would, he wouldn't really lead them to a Super Bowl, um, but his defense did. But he still had some really solid years in Denver, and I'm excited to see how Russell Wilson will fare on his new team. I think with with uh, the Broncos' receiving core, I think Russell Wilson is going to fit pretty well in there. You've got Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, who else is in AJ there? AJ Hamler. Um, what really been what would have really helped is if they could have traded someone else other than Noah Fant away, because he's one of their best. He's not the be- one of the best Titans in the league, but like he's he's nearing the top. Like if he he could reach there soon. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's not gonna. It's uh, it would have been great to, if Russell Wilson had um, Noah Fant, and but we don't know how he'll do yet, and especially because the AFC West is stacked. You have Derek Carr and the Raiders, who probably will end up being fourth, just because of all the controversy surrounding the team. And uh, when you're facing teams like the Chiefs, the Chargers, and now Russell Wilson on the Broncos. You're, Derek Carr is just not going to be able to hold that team together, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr is a great quarterback. Um, a lot of people don't think he's that good, but he's, like, really one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. 
And, I mean, it sucks that the division league is in now is so good that he might not have a chance to make the playoffs or win the Super Bowl, but I think he deserves a lot better than what um, the Raiders are giving him. Yeah, now we're, I personally think with uh, the Chargers being so good now, I think I really think that Patrick Mahomes is not going to have some competition, and it's not just going to be a free ride to the playoffs uh, with that team anymore. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Justin Herbert's like showing how good he can be, um, especially with his good offense with um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, who actually just signed an extension. I think three years, sixty mil. And they just got Khalil Mack, right? Um, yeah, they did. Uh, actually, for a really um. Really a steal. They got him for I think a second, and another pick later in the draft. Which, when you compare it to what the Bears had to trade, uh, actually for the Raiders, um, they had to give up a few first round picks and a few other players. And I I, I don't know why the Bears did this, especially after Rodgers signing that contract extension. And like you could have got so much more from him. I know he was hurt this season, but I wonder if the Bears too are rebuilding they're trying to rebuild their team around uh justin fields yeah and we discussed this in our last episode of the um uh, the mahomes to the bears but i mean right now they're rebuilding around justin fields i think justin fields is the guy to um rebuild but right now it looks like they're going all in on the rebuild and trading away their best players but if you're going to trade away your best players you have to at least get a few first round picks yeah, I just don't think that was a very smart trade of the Bears. It was not whatsoever. And so it looks like Rodgers could be um, running through the North again, but we'll see how he does in the playoffs. And um, the AFC West is going to be a dogfight this year. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's just not going to be. I'm, I'm just really glad we don't have to uh, have to play against any of those teams as often as we are going to. Yeah, and that that's one of the big parts for the Ravens, um, that we actually are playing Russell Wilson this year in the Broncos as part of our fourth place. And we thought coming in that when we first um, saw it, it was going to be an easy win, um, especially last year or this year we um, won twenty three to three, I believe. But with Russell Wilson, this like, and I mean Drew Locke isn't great. Neither is Teddy Bridgewater, especially after his concussion a few years ago. He has never been great. Um, I just think Russell Wilson is either going to turn this team around or just end up making it worse. I don't really think there's a fine line between those two. Yeah, there's not really much of a middle ground. Um, uh, but I mean, maybe later in the years, like we saw with Peyton, um, he started to regress a lot, and soon needed his defense to. Um, carry him into the championship or the Super Bowl where he won but what do you think do you think the Broncos end their five-year playoff drought I definitely think they could make a wild card spot but there's no way they're beating either Justin Herbert or uh Patrick Mahomes to get uh, a division title yeah I agree I think um the Chiefs are good the only way um I don't really see them winning is that um Herbert like really Herbert becomes the next Mahomes this year which there's no way he does, and because I think overall the Chargers have the more talented team, but um, Chiefs have such a well-built team; they all work like well together. But like that defense is going to be a weak point. 
So I think there's this is if there's ever a time that um, someone could take the West other than the Chiefs, this would be the year. Um, so after that, um, the Colts actually just got rid of their quarterback. Carson Wentz has been traded to the Washington Commanders. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I just don't, I don't really understand why, uh, Commanders, they're rebuilding again right now, too. They're kind of in a weird spot where they kind of just came out of a rebuild, but also they're, they're not quite there yet. I think their quarterback play this year is just going to be horrible. What, uh, what's happening to Heineke, though? Um, so there are two quarterbacks, Fitzpatrick and um, Heineke. Um, they're probably going to keep one. And if I were to choose, I'd probably take Fitzpatrick. Um, Heineke, I think, has a lot more potential than Fitzpatrick. I mean, Fitzpatrick's already used all of his. Um, Heineke would go somewhere else, probably be a reliable backup, and and Fitzpatrick um, could help Carson Wentz with some things, because the main problem with Carson Wentz is why everyone thinks he's not great. It's just because of his decision-making. Like, he'll try to make um, something out of nothing, and we really saw that bite Mahomes this year. And it, especially when you don't have Mahomes as talent, when you're trying to make something out of nothing... It'll just result in bad um, interceptions or just uh, bad plays in general. Yeah, and I don't think you need two journeymen quarterbacks like Fitzpatrick or Wentz on one team. I think I just don't think that quarterback play is going to be too great. Because Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm not sure. His prime wasn't great. He just kept moving from team to team. Same with Carson Wentz. He was good at one point, but... He's just being traded around, and I just and I I would think they would uh, try to draft a quarterback this year, but the quarterbacks in this draft just aren't great. So I just don't think he's going to be a placeholder. I think he's going to be like a one or two year starter. Um, I feel like Carson Wentz. Um, well, first part is that Carson Wentz injury prone. We've known this for a while, and FedEx Field is very notorious for its injuries. It's one of the probably the worst field there is in the game and I think the real test of the season if if when can if Wentz can stay healthy yeah and even then if Wentz gets injured you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick sitting behind them so I just don't think you've got two mediocre quarterbacks like those two I feel like if one gets injured the other can step up and play the rest of the season no problem yeah um and also, their defense is really good. They have one of the best defensive lines. They're all so young. Um, the rest of their defense is good, but that defensive line is really a, like a star point. And their wide receiver core is pretty good with Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. So we'll see how um, Carson Wentz does in his first season. Do you have any predictions for him? I, I, I really just, I'm just not sure. If that defensive line can carry an entire team to a playoff spot, possibly, but there's no way they're getting past a first-round exit if they do make the playoffs. There's just really no way. All right. And um another, we should probably um hurry this up quicker to get on the what-if, so we'll save Deshaun Watson news for next episode, but um Bobby Wagner has been released. Um. It's actually very shocking to him and almost everyone. Uh, I mean, Seahawks lost another piece. We know they're in full rebuild mode, but what do you make of 
Bobby Wagner. Uh, I I'd I'd want him on the Ravens. Honestly, I think he'd be very good next to Patrick Queen, and get Patrick Queen out of that middle linebacker spot because he's uh outside linebacker. And yeah, Queen's not big enough um to play middle linebacker, but Wagner has that size. He has the ability. Personally, what I think with the Ravens, if they want to make a Super Bowl run with um with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's got at least one or two years before he loses his chance to get to the Super Bowl. In in my opinion, that is. So if he can stack up, if the Ravens can stack up their team with like veteran players that have got one or two really good years uh, left with them, like we saw with Calais Campbell, um, I think they've got a chance. Um, well, that's what like a lot of teams do, and you see a lot of success. Like Belichick, like thrives off of hiring or, or um, getting these. Uh, receivers because he's not a great um receiver draft um analysis to receivers but um we've we've done this before we signed sammy watkins um he didn't turn out great we've signed uh justin houston he was good but um our expectations yannick Ngakwe wasn't great des bryant was really nothing and you just gotta i mean we had some good ones with clays campbell but um, I think we need to go with young talent. But I think Bobby Wagner's will help us because he still has a few years left, yeah. other than like these veterans that we signed that have one year. And we and we've seen the same with um, the Rams. They right. picked up Von Miller for the Super Bowl run, and that definitely paid off. And Eric Weddle, like he was, he led the team in tackles during the playoffs. It's uh, I think personally that's what the Ravens and most teams in general need to do. If you're not in a rebuild. You've got a steady going team, but you're missing some key components in your game. Picking up a veteran to maybe just place hold before you see a good player that can fill that position in a draft or a free agent pops up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and actually speaking of free agency, uh, free agency starts, I think, in a few days. That'll be really interesting. And I mean, you're right, like veterans know the game so well. And they can actually, like, thrive for a few games. That's why Eric Weddle was so good. He played, like, three to four games. And he, he couldn't play a 16-game season, probably, and be as good. But. And that's also what we saw with Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, he joins the team. He has one really good year with the Ravens as a really uh, immaculate Super Bowl. I mean, not Super Bowl, playoff run. Uh, and then he's just not that great next year. And I think that's what we're going to see if we pick up any veterans in this uh, offseason. Yeah, so Wagner is a guy I'd really like to have. He'd really help solidify that defense. But um, now let's get on to the what if. All right, so what did we go over last episode? Uh, last episode, we did what if Patrick Mahomes was drafted to the Bears. And just to, keep, just to note, um, this was originally going to be our first episode, but we had to change it. So in our Tuck Rule episode, we talk about this episode. That was our first recording, so... um. Just keep that in mind. This was supposed to be our first, but it's actually our third. But last episode, we talked to uh, about Patrick Mahomes to the Bears and how um how would he thrive and would Trubisky thrive um on the Chiefs or where would Watson end up and really that in that stack 2017 draft class where would happen as a result. Yeah. And today we're going over the. Uh, missed call in the 2018 playoffs, Saints versus Rams. Uh, you yeah. want to get us started? 
So they call, um, it's very famous now, um, it was a very big blown call. And if the Saints, um, sorry, if the Saints, uh, if the flag was called, the Saints would have, um, got the ball first in, first in goal, um, would have ran the ball to run out the clock a little, and then kick the ball and then had the kickoff, and the Rams would have about 15 seconds left to, um, either drive downfield with no timeouts and kick a field goal, which would require a lot of intricate um, plays to get out of bounds and get yards while also getting out of bounds. Or just chuck some Hail Marys, which we've, I don't know the exact statistics, but completing a Hail Mary, especially past 50 yards, is very low. Yeah. Some background, there was 150 left in the fourth quarter when the, when it was hit. The score was 20-20. Tommy Lee Lewis was hit by Nikel Roby Coleman. Um, the Saints would have, uh, if they won that game, they would have been in the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. And uh, what, what are you thinking? If they win that game, which they would have if the call was made, they go to the Super Bowl. What are you thinking? Well, you have to look at like both teams so far. Um, oops. Um, the Saints that year um, at were. Had a really solid offense with Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, who we just mentioned, um, Michael Thomas. Their whole offensive line were pro bowlers. Um, their defense was good, um, not as good as their offense with Cameron Jordan, um, Sheldon Rankins, Marshawn Lattimore. And the Saints were just coming off the year before one of the most heartbreaking playoff losses, the Minneapolis Miracle. And then the year after, they would lose in overtime to the Vikings. So, I think, like, they're going to be very, they were really, um, how, how do I put this up? They were, like, really upset um, at the call, and, like, all of the fans, like, made sure the refs knew it. But next year, they didn't do much with it. So, like, what, what would have happened was, um, so, of course, they would go to the Super Bowl against the Patriots, whose defense was one of the best in the league. With uh, Trey Flowers, Lawrence Guy, Dante Hightower, the McCourty brothers, cornerback Stefan Gilmore. In their offense, they had a um, quarterback, a uh, pretty good Tom Brady. With um, Julian Edelman, who was actually the Super Bowl MVP in the 2018 Super Bowl against the Rams, which was a very boring Super Bowl. Well, boring if you like offense and if you like defense, it's, it was a good Super Bowl. Um, but for the game, it's really, you take in mind, do you think the Saints offense is able to, um, like, is able to overpower the uh, Patriots defense? And I believe that they can. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. The Saints powerhouse offense, I think, would just overrun the Patriots defense. And when it comes down to, you've got a, a good, but not great uh, Patriots offense at the time and the uh, the Saints defense which wasn't great either wasn't it wasn't terrible but it wasn't like great as like top tier so when it comes down and what about the Patriots defense Patriots defense was they were like they're going to the Super Bowl I mean they were good but I I just think the Saints uh offense would have just ran ran him over but then the patriots offense uh would have been just even with the 
Saints defense. I think they would have put up. I think it would have been an offensive game. Yeah, especially compared to this game we got, which final score is thirteen to three, which was the lowest scoring Super Bowl. And um, the the punter for the Rams, if the Rams won, was being being considered for the MVP because he had to punt um nine times and uh, actually had a Super Bowl record punt of sixty five yards. So there's some trivia. Yeah, and the uh, the Patriots they had to play. Was it Matthew? Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff and the uh, the Rams, which Jared Goff is on the Lions now. So that team just wasn't great in general. So it was no, no wonder that the uh, Patriots won that game. But if they were playing the Saints, we would agree that it would be a different story. So you, so you think the Saints would ra- win, right? Yeah. What, what would your score be? I'm not sure. Probably a high-ish scoring game. Probably like... I think it would come down to a pretty close game where the Saints' offense would just win it. So I, I would say at least tw- uh, 21 to 28. All right. Um, I would agree with you. I think the Saints win. I think it's a little higher. Actually, I think it's 27 to 24. Um, I don't know if the Saints win on a last-second field goal, but a field goal would decide the game, I believe. So the Saints winning, how how does this impact the NFL? Like, Breeze would have his second, Sean Payton would have his second. I think it really just uh, shows the legacy of uh, Drew Breeze and Sean Payton together, winning a second Super Bowl. Maybe Breeze would have retired a bit earlier than he did. But then you see Tom Brady. He wouldn't have his seven, seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, that, would be, that was the sixth Super Bowl that he just ran. One. And he might not even have his... Uh, his six he would have been at five and he might not have won anymore so where do you think so tom brady coming up next year was his last year and the next year 2019 was actually very impactful in the nfl mahomes won his first ring uh the ravens won on that miraculous run but choked in the playoffs and that, that was sad um tom brady played his final game in a foxborough as a patriot um his last pass as a patriot was actually a interception return for a touchdown oh and then later he would sign with the buccaneers but do you think he re-signs with the patriots and tries to get that sixth ring if he doesn't win this one it's possible or he'll just uh not sign with a new team and just call it really how old was he at the time he was he's like 44 now 2018 was four years ago so he's around 40 41 yeah, and you see quarterbacks retiring at that age. I bet. I personally think he would have just, if he had uh, a season where he blew it in the Super Bowl and then next season he wasn't doing too great, he either gets traded to a team, maybe the Buccaneers, maybe not, or he just retires, depending on which team he goes to. And Drew Brees would retire in 20, um, 2020. Uh, do you think he retires earlier? Like, does he retire after Super Bowl ring? I, I think he would retire after a second. I believe that's what quarterbacks want, is to end on a Super Bowl. Or he'll be like other quarterbacks where he wins a Super Bowl and he wants another. It, and they never get that. They, they never get the second one. So I think he'd end up playing it smart and just retire after his second Super Bowl ring. That's how, if I, w- if I played in the NFL, that's how I would want to retire. Um, and do you think Sean Payton, who just recently um stepped down 
I just, I just don't think Sean Payton would want to play without Drew Brees or want to coach anybody else except for Drew Brees. So I think those two would retire together, winning two Super Bowls together. I mean, yeah, we saw him one year without Drew Brees, and then, I mean, to be fair, they were plagued with injuries, just like the Ravens this year. Um, and then Jameis Winston went, Winston went down um, week four, three or four with a tour at MCL and ACL. Um, and everyone else was really injured, and they didn't do anything this season. But even if Tom Brady doesn't come to um, Tampa, like Saints would have a much easier path to the playoffs then. Because uh, they actually won um, the division when Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. and But they lost to Tom Brady um, first round of the playoffs. So, or yeah. second round of the playoffs, sorry. Yeah, I just... I'm not sure. I think both of those quarterbacks end up retiring earlier if that were to happen. So let's see if um so if Drew Brees retires right after the Super Bowl, going into the twenty so that'd be twenty nineteen draft. No. What yeah, twenty nineteen draft, um with uh Kyler Murray, um Joe wait. I don't think that was Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, do you think the Saints pick up one of those quarterbacks? It's it's possible. It's possible they uh, start rebuilding around a young quarterback. Definitely not Jameis Winston or uh, Taysom Hill, who's good at any position except for his uh, designed one. Yeah, I mean he's not even a designed quarterback anymore. He's just uh, uh you're going to probably play quarterback and then run the ball and then... Maybe you just really wanted a single-digit number. Who knows? I think there actually is a very... I think there's a nice story behind that because I believe his brother wore seven. And um, he, I think his brother passed away, and then, but he always wore seven, so I think Taysom wears seven to honor him. Oh. I remember reading that somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah, what do you think? So, I mean, they had Taysom, and um, he's not a great quarterback. Again, he can play almost any other position, tight end, kick return, or running back. But I think they 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 can draft a they would draft a quarterback or find like some old like maybe even Fitzpatrick in free agency. Yeah, I'd think something like that. Where we're seeing Carson Wentz now turning into the next journeyman. Which he wouldn't be on the Saints or anything like that, but it was just bringing it up. Probably somebody like Fitzpatrick, or anybody that's really just in free agency and a re- reliable veteran quarterback that can take a starting spot in front of a uh, rookie. And also, that like maybe that maybe they think a veteran quarterback can lead them because they still have all their pieces. It's like it's just their head coach and quarterback that are probably gone, and um. I don't know who they replaced it with. They just replaced um, Sean Payton this year with Dennis Allen, their old defensive coordinator. What are you thinking? The Saints are how? How are the Saints going to do this season? Um, this season, Jameis is coming back. Um, I always see like a lot of hype from him. Like he's doing like something every day, like just recovering, like walking on his leg. Um, what else would he walk on? I mean, his like bad leg and. Um, I think Jameis, like, Jameis is a, like, funny guy. Like, he's one of those, like, locker room presidents that, presence 
that like everyone likes and when he walks in like everyone feels better yeah yeah that makes sense like, like when, he, he, when he ate the w <laughs> i still don't understand that video but it's pretty funny um and then you did you see the video um after after the saints won but he blew out his leg he was like in the locker room dancing with crutches on i i did not see that but i bet it would be pretty funny um yeah so any closing thoughts on this matter or anything else to add well i didn't finish my saints prediction yet well then what's your saints prediction um i feel like especially with tom brady gone now the buccaneers are kind of falling apart uh, if they get to Sean Watson, I think that could be a lot better. But um, I think the Saints are going to win the division, actually. Um, actually, This season? Yes. Yeah, I don't think the division is going to be that great. Who's in their division? Like The Buccaneers, Falcons, uh, Panthers. Oh. It just depends. If the Buccaneers get that court. Cam Newton's still staying on the uh, the Panthers? Probably, but they could also get Sean Watson. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be such a terrible division now. And no wonder Tom Brady won that division every year. Or no, he the, didn't the, win the, the years that he last last year. He won it, right? Uh, he won it this year. That's what I meant. This before year. he retired, but remember the first year, like I, um, he didn't. The Saints won that division. But um, I feel like if the Saint Buccaneers don't get a good quarterback, they're gonna win the division. But um, if the, if they, I don't know, pick up some old person or stick with Kyle Trask. Um the Saints are gonna win the division, but it's not gonna be like a convincing win. Like they win the division, they could go all the way. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a win division and rough road through the playoffs if they end up making it to the Super Bowl or not. We've seen some rough division winners actually like win a few playoff games. Like the Seahawks who I think were seven and nine won their division. Yeah, what about the uh Washington in the past few years where they're winning uh divisions with like uh I don't know 7 and 6 or something like that. Yeah, they were they also did they yeah. I think they had a losing record when they almost beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl run. Yeah. Uh other than that, that's my thoughts. Um I mean Tom Brady probably doesn't probably either retires or um those years line up. If Tom Brady doesn't retire, would it have been possible for Tom Brady to replace Drew Brees? Drew Brees retires and Tom Brady goes to the Saints? I mean, I could see that as a possibility. Um, I mean, he already went to the NFC South team. Has that ever happened, though? A quarterback beats another quarterback in the Super Bowl, retires, and then the quarterback that lost takes the spot of the quarterback that just retired? I, I don't know why you know that, but... I highly doubt that happens. Yeah, that uh, seems like very uh, very low chance of that ever happening. Yeah, you have to first... The quarterback that wins the Super Bowl has to retire, which has happened a few times, but um, I think most recent was Peyton Manning. Uh, with the Broncos, actually. And, um, and then Trent Dilfer actually got cut after winning the Super Bowl, which is the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh, but I highly doubt that's ever happened. Um, yeah, you'd have to look pretty far back in the NFL. But that would be pretty funny, seeing Tom Brady in a Saints uniform. And would Sean Payton uh, coach Tom Brady? I, if he had the chance, I believe Sean Payton would absolutely um, coach Tom Brady. And y- Did you watch that movie, um, 
with the one about Sean Payton. I watched it. How was it? Was it a good? It's pretty funny, actually. But it was a pretty good story. Yeah, Bounty Gate and. Uh, so that that's my closing thoughts. Um, you have anything? I don't have anything. No. That's all for us today. Tomorrow we'll be talking about what if the Baltimore Colts didn't move out of Baltimore, and we'll have Luke's father, Jason Pappas, on the show. See you later, everyone. Thank you to Coppermine for sponsoring this video. Check them out at www.gocoppermine.com. Now you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast.